July 11th. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. And this is another episode of Hold My Whistle. Today we're talking about World Cup, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, the All-Star Baseball Game and Home Run Derby's coming up this week. Uh, closing up, some, we got a couple facts on Wimbledon. Yeah, you know, tennis, not really our thing, but we'll talk a little bit about it. Hey, but it's summertime in the Central Coast, and this week we got the, it's fair season. Yeah, Santa Maria Fair. Uh, all the young kids in the 4-H groups and the high schoolers involved in FFA are showing their animals they've had for upwards of eight months. Uh, you got cows, pigs, chickens, lambs, goats, Rabbits. turkeys, yeah, rat- they got bunnies. So did you ever participate in FFH, FFA or uh, 4-H? No, 4-H? no, I didn't. Never? No, no. I took a science class my senior year and it automatically put me in FFA. What? But I never got a blue. I never got the 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 corduroy blue. Oh, you didn't get to wear the cool jacket. Never, never. I just got FFA credit. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. Did you put that on your? Uh, it's on my resume. App- I put it on everything. College application. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to city college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, good times. Uh, you know, I always appreciate in high school the the FFA girls and 4-H girls. Oh yeah, I mean something about that blue coat and all white outfit. Had somebody told me. In in my younger day, that girls would be running around in tight jeans and, you know, tight shirts, you know, working livestock, I might have been more apt to sign up. They, they should really, they should really market that to the younger boys. Oh, yeah. It's definitely, uh, was it, what's that dating site? Farmers? <laughs> Farmers only? only? Yeah, that's the... <laughs> I'm sure someone went to this and said, hey, I have an idea now. Yeah, Totally. I completely agree and with that. And your boys ra- raised an animal this year, right? Yeah, my, my nine-year-old son, Grayson, he's taken a hog. It's his first year. Uh, he made weight. He uh, did okay in showmanship. And he had his market showing today. And auction's coming up on Saturday. So it's uh, the finality of the whole thing is coming to a head. And, you know, hopefully he handles it well. My wife, Elise, is, you know, we have a one-year-old. And she's already looking forward for our boy to be in... FFH or 4H, FFA or 4H, I cannot, a lot of letters. Yeah, you can't do that. No, but... uh, Only four letters, one number. But it's a long week. Yeah, yeah, it is, it's tough. I mean, you get there on Saturday, you set up, bring your animal on Sunday, and weigh-ins, and then, you know, events structured throughout the week. Yeah, so I'm going to check that out tomorrow and see how it's going. Hopefully your boy's doing okay, and check out Wilbur. Yeah, Wilbur, what a good pig. Good pig, huh? Good pig, hopefully he tastes good for somebody. Uh, I think my son's going to be a little upset. But uh, he understood from the get-go. You think it's going to be tougher for him to say goodbye, or is he going to be more excited about the paycheck? Uh, I don't know. I think it, I, you know. Was there attachment? There's definite attachment. And, and my daughter as well, my youngest, Rue, she loves that pig. Ah. So we're going to we'll hold our breath on Saturday to see how the, uh, the, final, the final moments before we have to pass him along to his newest owner. Yeah. Um, but hey, but good luck to all the kids who raise an animal for fair this year, and hopefully everything goes well and everyone's happy with uh, the outcome. Yeah, it's a, it's a culmination of a lot of hard work for a lot of kids, and it's a good source of income for some of those kids who made weight and are able to auction their animals off, and it's a good opportunity and a lot of life lessons as well. So, yeah. you know, props to them. Oh, well, hey, I am feeling good. So every episode, my buddy Foy here makes us a, a old-fashioned and we have been drinking whiskey. You know, we got a new bottle of whiskey this week. Two new bottles. Well, I bought one, and then you happened to buy one. But yeah. we, we flipped a coin, and we opened a bottle of Dickel. And I am loving it right now. I'm feeling good. 
Yeah, 12-year-old sour mash dickle from, oh, Christ, Tullahoma, Tennessee, is that where I think it said it was from. It's pretty tasty. Oh, I like it, because the last four episodes we did were drinking Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace was the first, uh, Buffalo Trace was the last two, and then we had uh, Maker's Mark. For the oh, first we did have couple. some Maker's. We had some Maker's, and then we threw some Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels is better with uh, a Coke product or yeah. a 7-Up product. It's a party product. Yeah. But uh, old-fashioned, not so much. But yeah. in a pinch, it'll do just fine. But we're, you know, it's a tradition. A lot of guys in sports have tradition. You know, uh, I always wore, like, my same undershirt under my pads. Oh, yeah. I wore, I wore the same undershirt, the same boxers, the same socks, same wristbands. I did the same thing on every game day. You're wearing the same, same headband for every podcast. I do. I do. And I, sleeve. I wear the same sleeve and headband for every podcast. Gets me in my mind right. It gets I, my mind right. One of my favorite things about sports is those kind of little traditions, you know, and with baseball, even, uh, you know, All-Star Weekend coming up and stuff, I, and not being a baseball guy, I love how, like, you're not supposed to jump over the first baseline or step on the first baseline, and there's a whole bunch of little things. There's a lot of... Uh, a lot of superstition. Superstition, yeah, yeah, right. Let's get into it, Sean, and give me your starting lineup. All right, um, starting lineup for me this week, I'm going to keep it in the baseball realm um, because we're getting ready to come up on that all-star break. Uh, the guy I picked for my starting lineup, who happens to be on my fantasy team, uh, Will Myers, for first baseman for the San Diego Padres. Um, hurt for the first month and a half, two months of the season. He basically was uh, taking up space on my, uh, my bench because he was on the DL. But instead of dropping him, you know, we held on to him. And the last four games, he's hit six bombs, hitting well over 300, knocking in some runs. I mean, I'll take it. You know, It was worth the wait. It was definitely worth the wait. That's good strategy. Yeah. You know, we couldn't, my, my, my partner, Ken, and I, we could not, my team partner, Ken, and I. We didn't want to let him go to the waiver wire and have some... Uh, some asshole pick him up. So we stored him on the bench, and he's definitely paid dividends in the last week to week and a half for our fantasy baseball team. That's awesome. What's your fantasy baseball team name? Gata D. Oh. Keeping it keeping it traditional. Little, okay, I'll give you that. Uh, my starter for the week is Ronaldinho. Oh, the ex-Brazilian uh, soccer player? Yeah, the ex-soccer player is crushing it right now in his relationship he has two fiancés they're best friends they're smoking and they're good with everything everybody's cool with it. everyone's happy they're oh yeah and pull that off well you gotta be the man yeah in more ways than one absolutely he's he's got things going on i'm pretty sure but yeah he's gave them both rings they're all in accordance they get a five thousand dollar allowance every month they could do whatever yeah they're besties Hmm. you know Interesting. That's a very interesting, and oh. yet very dangerous dynamic. I, you know, if it works out for him, it's... Yeah. more power to you, but, I mean, making one woman happy is hard enough. I'm sure there's points in the relationship where one's going to get jealous. There's got to be. Oh, totally. I mean, there's going to be like, oh, why are you doing that with her? I only have one wife, and I make her jealous just... Oh, no, I'm probably not. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save that. No, but actually time. his sister is not happy with him and not going to attend the... Is it Biden nuptials? Two weddings at once? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know how you do that. I, I I'm not sure what that 
that actual term is called. I bet you it's going to be a party, though. That should be a hell of a ceremony. Yeah, but aren't uh, Brazilians, they're typically Catholic? Yeah, they got a big Jesus hanging yeah. out. Yeah, you know, Sermon on the Mount, look, overlooking all of Brazil, you know. It's, yeah. The Lord says that's not good, but... Uh, I guess when your name's Ronaldinho, you do whatever the fuck yeah, you want. When you are one of the best soccer players of all time, and nasty moves, bro. He was. I lo- There's not too much soccer highlights I watch, but I watch him still constantly. And that's how actually I found out about this. I was watching, you know, it's World Cup season. I'm watching him play, and he's just amazing, man. He he crushed it for Barcelona. He was playing with Messi when he was young, and all the stuff he did with Brazil. Man, he'd be juggling over people. Yeah, real impressive guy. So that's my my starter for this week. How about you on your writing the pine? Sit down. Sit. All right, so I'm going to stay with baseball and my fantasy team. Uh, I'm going to go with my starting or my pitching crew in general, my six starting pitchers and my relievers. So today is Wednesday. I've had three starts, four starts, sorry, four starts. So let me just read you some numbers here real quick. Chris Archer went three and a third, gave up. 8.1, his ERA was 8.10, took the loss. CeCe Sabathia, who's been on a bit of a heater for an old guy, went five, gave up five, took a loss. Dylan Bundy today went four, gave up five, took a loss. Cody Allen, my reliever, went two-thirds, gave up six earned, 81 ERA, and took the loss. So... That brings me to a whopping total for the week. My whip is 2.11, and my ERA is 9.95 with three losses. That is hard to overcome. Do you just unload your bullpen? Uh, I'm about ready to shit all over them, because <laughs> realistically, they totally fucked my pitching You categories. look frustrated just talking about it right now. Oh, it, it pisses me off. It pisses me off. It's like you're a professional. Don't get the shit kicked out of you all the you time. You got your, your, your injured guy coming off, doing work. Yeah, and then... The part where we where we've been pretty consistent is in the in the pitching game, and they come out and just shit all over our team. It's like my awesome. goodness, awesome! All losses, all losses. Oh man! You know, there's still half the week left to uh, turn it around, but uh, I'm I'm not that optimistic. Way to stay positive, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Who's uh, on your bench this week? Well, being a family man and having a child on the way, I don't know if you saw the video of Gordon Howard. Getting his, they do the 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 gender reveal party, and they're on a nice backyard. They got the cardboard box full of a certain color balloon. He's got his two girls there. He's got a smoking hot wife. Mm-hmm. After two ba- young girls are being born already, she's still looking in shape. Got a third one on the way. Doesn't even look pregnant. Opens up the box. Pink balloons come flying, and he is super unenthused. <laughs> <laughs> super unenthused. That's why I hate just gender reveals in general. Yeah. But yeah, and then she's like, you know, he does a certain thing for, hey, one of his daughter's names, you got it right, you guessed correct, it's a girl. And his wife asks him, hey, is daddy happy? And he goes, daddy's always happy. And like soccer kicks a balloon. And it's just hilarious, you know. Uh, I'm super happy right now because me and my wife are our second child right now on the way. I've decided not to do it. You've talked us into not doing a gender reveal or figuring out what we're going to have and waiting till we actually give birth to my child. Hey, you know, that's how we did it with our son. Uh, my wife, Veronica, and I, you know, she didn't want to at first, but collectively we came to the agreement. Yeah, let's wait. It'll be fun. And the day it happened was it's just one of those days that, you know, you, you can't you can't replace. You can't fabricate. 
is just pure elation, regardless of the sex. You're happy. It's healthy. And, you know, I'm you. a, you're a good family man. Try to make memories and stuff. Oh, you know, uh, you, you're so sentimental. You've talked me into it, though. I'm, you, I'm, I, I, I bring that up to every expecting parent couple I know. Everybody I tell is like, dude, there's only so many things life can surprise you with that are good. Most of the time, it's surprise. You've got cancer. Shitty news. <laughs> Come on, man. Am, know, I right? am I lying? No, no, you got to find it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, most of the time, it's very sh- life. Well, Gordon shooting. Howard, it, it, it was kind of bad news to Gordon Howard, and and they put it online. You yeah. know, like if you bad reaction, you know, the wife is not kind of can't be happy, or she thinks it's hilarious. All right, first, Gordon Howard. Did I say Gordon Howard? How, how do I not know who Gordon Howard is? Do you mean Gordon Hayward? No, the freaking basketball player. Yeah, for the Celtics. Celtics. That's Gordon Hayward. Hayward. I, I right when you said it. I, I, I've been golly. I, I'm thinking I'm like, did I miss something? Did you know, it's a, a classic Paulo mess up. And, you know, maybe it's the Dickel. Yeah, it could be. I'll blame. Uh, we'll, we'll put it on the Dickel. Blame today. it on the Dickel. Yeah. But uh, Gordon Hayward, just for clarification. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Oh, my goodness. Broken ankle and all. Unhappy about girl number three. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. But so like if you were going to have a gender reveal party or like you have another one, how would you do it? What would what would you like hit a baseball? Uh, I would not hit a baseball because my luck is I'd hit a line drive right back and <laughs> drill my wife. What other options are there? There's the golf ball. No, I I would pitch the ball to her. You would pitch it. Oh, let her miss. I would let her hit it. You and you want her. You you give her the opportunity to be embarrassed. You yes. want to take that on yourself. Yeah, because at least my reaction might be a little better. So if she does hit at me, I'll immediately cover my nuts up and get a hand up. <laughs> so. Um, I'll be a little more prepared, but uh, we're not planning on any babies coming. No, you're out not. I would j- just if if you had one, you know, because that's that's all I see every week. A new gender reveal. Hey, I'm gonna light up my tires, and the smoke's gonna come out blue or pink. Yeah, I saw that shit. I mean, I mean, people take this way too far. Surprise! I, I we're having I, a girl. I think I'd go over the top too. I'd run a plane. And just, <laughs> I'd run a plane and have the smoke come out, pink or blue. Oh, but are you going to bring one of the Blue Angels in to do it? Oh, I would get all five or six of them, however many. They're one of my favorite shows of all time. If you haven't seen the Blue Angels, I remember watching it. My dad, my, my dad, my dad took me to Golden Gate Park to watch them fly, and it's impressive. Da- uh, Tad being a combination dad and Tito? And dad and Tito. <laughs> well, I, and also, I never called my dad dad. I always called him Tito or Edgar. I never, never, or... Yeah, mom, dad never had those titles. Really? Now, now in my later age, and I one becoming a mama's boy. Never was as a kid. I was a mean kid. Mm, yeah, I could see that. And so I'd be like Patty. Oh, oh, your mom. But now you see, yeah, but oh, she she comes. We've already talked about how she comes to my defense. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm now that I have now that I'm a, I am a dad. You know, I'm becoming a little bit of a mama's boy. You definitely once you start having kids, it uh, it it softens up even the hardest of people. Um, unless you're just a complete piece of shit, right? It's right? it's there's something crazy about that, but yeah. So those the my writing the pine this week. Oh, I already did it. Yeah, you did. Oh man, Dickel is getting to me, dude. No more booze for you. Wow, dude. I am Fucking. having a good one today. All right, well, let's talk about what's happening in the World Cup. Yeah, uh, we had we had the two semifinal matches go on uh, Tuesday and today. Yeah, um, I picked one. One right. You, you went with the Croatians. I, I took the, the Croats. Cro- I took the Croatians over the mighty English, and they didn't let me down. You know, uh, 
we work with a guy that's uh, an Englishman, and he was he was hoping that uh, the injuries would play a factor for the Croatians because they got a little beat up in their uh, in their last game. They play a physical game. Yeah, we've been talking about that the whole tournament. Yeah, you know, um, so he he was super hopeful that England would get back to the title game and win the World Cup for the first time since 1966. It's been a while. Did you see that flyby they did with their planes, actually? Talking about Blue Angels and... That was pretty tight. Yeah, that it's was, coming home. Yeah, a little, little overambitious. They, I, think, I think they get a little too excited, the English. Well, they haven't had much to celebrate recently in terms of the sporting world. You count, like, cricket or rugby, or maybe even you throw some... Uh, we were talking about cricket. Did you see what I posted on uh, our Facebook? Oh, yeah. Um, the Australian, the Australian women's cricket, oh, women's women. cricket team. Oof. They're all at least an eight. I'd say seven. There, there was one or two. Yeah, right? but uh, the average is definitely above an eight. Yeah, salt the whole lineup. I, I want to know who their general manager is. I don't know if they play can play worth a shit, but they look good getting off the bus. Oh yeah. There's there's certain things like in football we say they pass the eyeball test. You look at a team get off the bus, they look big, they look physical. That's passing the eyeball test. These girls. I thought, I thought it was a pageant. <laughs> right? I mean, like, ball gowns, short dresses. It's like, really? You're just coming off a road trip. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, the English aren't too fond of the Australians either, so it's... Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, have you ever watched the movie I Australia? Bet. Is that the one with... Uh, Hugh Jackman yeah. and uh, Nicole Kidman. Two great Australians. Yeah. Who else is it? Russell Crowe, Mel Gibson. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Iggy Azalea. True. Uh, that's a lot of that's pretty that's pretty much it for us. Oh well, well, actually, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, uh, Paul Hogan. Paul Hogan. Yeah, Paul Hogan. Oh, and uh, Thor is Australian. Oh, um, yeah, Liam. Chris. Chris oh, Helmsworth. Helmsworth. His Liam. brother. His Liam is his brother is, who's in yeah, it's Hunger Chris, Games. Chris and Liam. Yeah, that's close the, enough. I got one. You got one. Randy's not here with us today. Yeah, he can't. He can't. So uh, we don't. We can't fact check this on uh, our actors and movie facts. Our autocorrect is not working right now. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, back to the game. It was um, Croatian. The Croatians played played from behind most of the game. Right. That I mean, first goal England scored was pretty. I liked it. Free, it was, free kick right outside the box. Nice set piece. Yeah. The. Uh, tr- Trippier, I want to say his name is. I mean, that's the way it's spelled. Yeah. That's the way I'm going to pronounce it. I'm sure I'm wrong. It's English, so who knows? I mean, he uh, he did a great job putting it in the top corner right away from the goalie and right over the wall. If you watch that in slow-mo, I mean, the ball is like centimeters, centimeters over that guy's head. Oh, I yeah. I call you centimeters because it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a metric metric. system. Oh, man. You love making those. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know, they're just throwing it in there. A little difference. No big deal. Now no, they coming back from behind, and then the, the the second goal they scored in stoppage was no, 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 no. no it was extra time, extra time. Well, first, you know, England scored within in the fifth the first minute, five minutes, in yeah. the first five minutes. Croatia battled back. They scored, uh, I want to say, like in between the fifty fiftieth and the sixtieth minute, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a good run, put it in, tied it up, and then played some solid D. England had some chances. England was putting some pressure on. The goalie for Croatia came up with some big stops, and the English missed missed a couple opportunities with a wide-open net. So, you know, you have your chances and you don't capitalize. It's typically tough to come out on top. Yeah. And then give it to the Croatians. They battled. They played solid. They've they, been playing a good tournament. Yeah, they played through full full time, and then they went into extra time. Extra time, there was an opportunity that was missed, and then it went into um, the first 15-minute... Uh, yeah, extra time. Extra or... time, whatever you want to call it, 
and then that went into a couple minutes of stoppage time and then in in like the 107th minute they pulled ahead and held on after England had one final chance to try and tie it but the ball the the kick was deflected wide of the goal so it was solid outcome look it looked like they were battling all you know the game solid game for yeah. what we saw you know, I didn't get to watch the whole game, but yeah, they were battling. And Croatia is the second Slavic team to ever make the finals. If I you, don't know who the first team if is. If you know who the first Slavic nation to play in a World Cup finals is, get, leave first us. First one to answer us, we'll get you a shout out. Exactly. And if we ever get merch, yeah. you might get a t-shirt. Exactly. <laughs> it's some, something in the works. You know, we're looking into getting some gear eventually. Um, let us know what you think. Maybe some t-shirts, maybe some stickers. Something along those lines, you know, just to get the name out a little bit. And so they're going to be playing against the French team who played yesterday. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> fon, fon, fon. Baguette. <laughs> Solid French, Paulo. I talked to some girls who took French class in high school. No big deal. <laughs> Wait, they offered French at your high school? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. You, no, they, they, they offered it in San Inez, but I was just thinking. I took, I, sh- I, I regret not taking it, but I took an easy grade because I am kind of bilingual. Am kind of well, people. I keep it. I keep, uh, keep oh, it under wraps. You're 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 a sly dog when it comes to the Espanol. Well, I don't look like a Spanish speaking fellow. No, you don't. And it took us like a year after knowing you that you realized. Well, you guys were in a predicament. Yeah, you know, we're at the landfill and somebody's talking to us, and you know, I can understand a little bit, but you got to talk slow. Most Spanish speakers I know, it's like a hundred miles a minute, and I'm trying to pick out verbs I know. Well, you're darker sense. than me sometimes. Sometimes. You're definitely, Especially with that mustache, that facial hair you got yeah, going on, Pancho. It def- definitely darkens me up a little <laughs> bit. Um, but we had no idea what this guy was saying to us. He was talking so fast. It was me, Paulo, my cousin Eddie. We're all in big blue, the single cab. W- was that like a 93 Ford? <laughs> I think it was a 89. The, oh, man. 89 one-ton Ford single cab beat to shit. We called it big blue. Rested so It was Thanksgiving. It was, it was Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. Funny story with that. So we're at the dump. You know, we're uh, making a run for my, my tata. Um, he wanted some trash taken out before everybody came over. So we went to the dump. Guy comes up talking to us. He wants us to move somewhere. And we're getting nowhere. My Spanish is poor to very poor at that time. And um, Paulo gets out of the truck. I got this. Starts just popping off perfect Spanish. And telling jokes. We both start laughing. Yeah. Eddie and I kind of look at each other and it's like, do you know he fucking spoke Spanish? (laughs) No. Did you? And then nonchalantly, Paulo tells us what the guy wanted us to do. We do it. We didn't say anything. We unload the truck. We load the truck back up. And we're driving away, and we both kind of look at him because I think Paul, you sat in the middle. Yeah, it was a single bench. We yeah. looked like a whole bunch of Latin workers. <laughs> so we both turned to Paulo. You speak Spanish? Oh yeah, fluent dog, fluent. You know my philosophy, bro. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, I I just keep it under wraps. You know, being in the sport, you know, playing uh, soccer growing up too it was awesome. You could always like, you'd play a, a heavily Hispanic team, and they'd be talking, and you'd be like. Don't, don't, don't think like, I don't understand you, bro. Like, I'm going to come at you now. You know, you give them a little chirp and, you know, their eyes widen up and they're like, holy shit. When you, when, when Spanish speakers can't like get caught in the middle of talking shit about somebody who they have no idea talking Spanish, it's like, you're white and you have green eyes. (laughs) Right. And then, so just, just to follow up that day, it, mind you, it's Thanksgiving. We're driving home from the dump. We're going, we're going down the road. All of a sudden, 
a group of wild turkeys. Oh, I, I totally forgot. I forgot man. about the, yeah, wild, the wild turkeys. turkeys. <laughs> there's, a, there's a group of wild, about five or six wild turkeys in the middle of the road. And it, this is Los Olivos, so nobody on the road. Oh, it was empty. We pull over, and we're like... No, right. I, I, I tell you guys, hey, pull over, pull over. And we dumped... All the trash for your tata with some hard rakes. Yeah, we had a hard, we had we had a hard rake, we had a broom, and we had a shovel. And and like, I had a bandana too. Yeah, didn't I have a bandana? Yeah, I think around? you did. We were moving some dump, and you know? and we're moving some trash, <laughs> not some dump. So we're like, let's kill one of these things. Well, I think I did on my own, and you guys were like, no. And I just wanted to prove myself because all you know, I barely learned how to fish with you guys that year. You know, and you guys always talked about hunting, and I was like, well, if I catch me a turkey right now, I'm in. Right. And there was a whole was a gaggle of turkey. I'm not sure the exact term for a group of turkey. Another another fact, if you know what a group of turkey is called, go ahead and drop us a comment and let us know if you have to Google it. By all means, use the Google machine and uh, let us know to keep it going. Paulo has the idea. Let's get out of the truck. We're going to kill a turkey for Thanksgiving. How perfect is this going to be? Gobble, gobble, gobble. Eddie and I look at each other, and it's like, dude, this isn't going to work. Okay. Paulo's like, no, 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 no. Trust me. Trust me, bro. We got this. Gets out of the truck. He grabs the flathead shovel from the back of the truck, and he charges this group of turkey. He makes it like 10 feet in there. It was loose dirt. It was, <laughs> it was like flesh, freshly plowed, soft dirt. You know, it was a tough, a tough, tough run through. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't come close. Those things are no. gone in a I fucking quit second. In about three seconds. Yeah. yeah, and it's like shit. And I don't think Eddie and I left the truck. No, it was. You knew it was a waste of time. I didn't know turkeys move so fast. Yeah, we you know we we let you do it. And I want to say somebody parked behind us to watch. <laughs> I, I I I don't know if I remember that right, but I don't think so. I don't think I I would have probably pushed out if if uh, I saw someone watching because I knew it was highly illegal, right? Yeah, it was totally illegal. There. You know, they would have tasted a little out of season. A little game. A little gamey. Out, little I, don't, I don't mind a gamey taste. A little out of season. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, that, that was a, a funny story Paulo and I share about that. Nice segue from the French making the, the World Cup into <laughs> Thanksgiving. Into, into and into Thanksgiving, to... yeah. But back to the French and Belgium game. So, what do you, how do you plural, how do you make Belgium plural? Don't ask me these questions. Cause I, you, I already got it wrong once. And I th- are they the Dutch? They're not the Dutch, right? Because that's the Netherlands. Am I, am I wrong? No, you're wrong. I'm wrong. I think you're wrong. I think, I think the belt, yeah, because first off, uh, Heineken is Dutch, and they're out of Belgium, right? Uh, I, it's, it's just beer, I just read beer labels. It's made in Amsterdam, right? Which is a Dutch country. Yeah, which is Dutch. It, that's in the Netherlands. In Belgium. That's in the Netherlands. Oh, I'm not a geography major. Well, dude, we don't, we're not going to fact check that. We're not, and we're, so we're going to go with it. Yeah, I'm going to say they're not the Dutch. Paulo's, they're Bells. We're just calling Bells. Okay. If you know how to pluralize the the Belgium, the Belgiums, <laughs> they're out anyway. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. What will Lukaku do next? Because Lukaku, Lukaku, because he didn't do shit. Um, going into that game, uh, I, I read a thing about uh, the French coaching style for this uh, this year's tournament. It's been a very nonchalant, like hands off approach by the manager of the French team. It's kind of just letting them go out and do their thing. They're doing like the minimalist approach. But they're letting you know it's when you let those players play the way they want to play. Sometimes 
it, it, it works. Well, yeah, especially since they didn't have a, a ton of experience. And they're young. Mbappe hey, is I only mean, 19 years old. Looking like a beast. Dude, if they scored that goal on that uh, back foot pass. Oh, that was, I highly recommend. If you didn't watch game, watch the highlights. Mbappe, number 10 for the French team, makes this incredible heel pass. He, like, flips it from one foot back to the other and heel passes it to the guy running to the goal. It was it was pretty impressive to watch. I'm not, like I've said numerous times, I'm not a soccer guy, but that was really impressive. It's impressive. And, and for a young guy. Yeah, complete, you know. Um, and then they, they got all these other young stars. Uh, Pogba, I don't know his first name. I'm sure he doesn't have one because that's typically how these... Uh, European nations do it, and as well as some of the South American nations do it. <laughs> and the guy, the guy who scored the goal, what, what Umtiti? You are just on it right now. Is is that correct? MTN? MTT? I know there's a TT in there. Yes, there is. It's either EM or UM. No, but so they're in it. French Croatia. France Croatia. Yeah. Should be a good one. Who do you got? Putting you on the spot. I have it be going for the French. But I think they have I, I'm going to go with the young striker right now. He's probably full of energy. He's OK. I'm going to go with with the French on this one. I don't want him to win, but I th- if I had to put money on it, I, I'd been on the French. All right. Um, Paulo, Paulo's team, France. Um, I'm I'm predicting a France lay down. Ooh. And I'm going with the Croatians. Croatia just to me seems like they've been playing better as a team. They don't have quite the uh, athleticism the French do. Um, you know, France has, de- I think France has more team speed. You speed know, kills. Speed does kill. Uh, you know, Croatia's dealing with some injuries. There was a pulled hamstring in the game previously. Um, but I, I think. You've been riding with the Croats the whole time anyway. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns and I'm going to say Croatia wins in extra time. Ooh, it, it's that that's my prediction. Wow. Extra dramatic time. finish. Yeah, I think it's going to be tied. I think it's going to be tight because, you know, Croatia's got some playmakers. They, got they some, have some studs. Yeah. I mean, Luka Modric is a stud and he makes things he happen. He makes things happen. He's, He's a facilitator. orchestrator. Yeah. He, he gets he gets guys the ball in space and in position to make a play towards a goal. Yeah. If that's correct. Soccer terminology. Actually, let's talk about soccer terminology. One of the things I'm going to miss. You know, the, the the announcers, you know, we, we did a, a, a announcement call. You make the call. You make the Our call. Sean did a great call. job. Um, but there's some, you know, soccer terminology. I'm going to kind of miss. Cheeky play. Yeah. Set only, piece. Only in soccer. Beautiful. Do you that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, it's probably, you know, one of the better sports that actually have play-by-play guys. And even if it's not as great as the guys in Spanish. It, it's kind of similar to watching a hockey game. Yeah. You know, you watch a hockey game, there's that, that slow buildup into the attacking and then a shot gets off and then it's elevated and then it's a great save and then it's cleared and yeah. tensions are, Wait, yeah. are lessened. Is there anything other than uh, anything else you might be missing, you know, for the world cup was something you might miss. Yeah. After, after the next game, I will miss looking at the Croatian president. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> There was a, it's a, there is a hoax, but I'll give it to her. She's a good looking politician. She's a gr- president. president. She's the president. She's the, the, the leader of their country. Good for them. Yeah. Way to be forward thinkers and have a woman president. So yeah, there was a, there's, you know, something went viral and they had a couple of bikini shots of the Croatian president, but it's actually Coco. Ice T's girlfriend. I think, well, yeah, they never got married, right? I don't know if they're married. They had she, a show. They did have a show. She Ice is thick, though. Wow. 
Nothing yeah. wrong with that. No, she's solid. But then they did show her the actual president in something a little more, um, you know, covering up a little bit more, but still Not at the risque. beach. Still, though. Yes. I, a high-ranking president yes. as far as looks. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, if, if anyone can think of other good-looking uh, world leaders. I guarantee they make a, a, a porn <laughs> based off of her now after, you know. <laughs> If Sarah Palin got one, she's definitely going to get one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's definitely foreseeable. And in soccer news, Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm going to make an announcement, guys. I'm jumping on a bandwagon right now. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm jumping on a couple this week. But Cristiano leaving Real Madrid, going to Juventus in Italy. Yeah, that, that, that's, big. that's big. I mean, it was kind of speculation at first. He's the number one. He's the highest paid athlete in the world. Yes. He's 33. Still balling. The man. The man. He proved that this World Cup that he can handle the big spotlight. He can have the weight of a country on his back and still produce. Unlike a certain Lionel Messi. Well, that's what, you know, I, if you used to ask me before, if anyone asked me before, you know, I'd pick the good guy. Lionel has this good guy image and I liked him and he played on a great team and he was also like an orchestrator. His team played well with him. But yeah, he's kind of fallen. He's kind of fallen off that pedestal, and Cristiano is making moves. It seems to me that Messi can't elevate the players around him to his level, whereas Ronaldo seems to be more apt as to bring his guys up. They play up to him, whereas Messi kind of plays down to his guys. You know, he plays great in La Liga. Um, he's La Liga, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so in Spain. Yeah, he, he's in La Liga and he's crushing. He's always winning the goal scoring title because he plays on a great team. He wins championships. But when he seems to get on a team with lesser athletes, it's, you know, he can't bring them to his level. No, and Cristiano could just, he could carry a team. He did. You he, know, he proved it. He he carried Portugal this entire World Cup. Like this is comparable to LeBron moving to LA, but not he, as, not as, you know. I don't like LeBron, so yeah. I wouldn't jump on his wagon. I'm going to jump on Cristiano's. Okay. You know, um, it's a big, a young team, Juventus, uh, you know, making a comeback. They've been doing like a farm system style last couple of years I read, and they pulled the trigger on this. They're like, hey, now it's time for a star. And they brought the biggest of all time, potentially. Yeah. That's still producing later in his years. Yeah. That's He's that. the highest paid, and they say that this could, it's a gamble. He's not making that much more money. If, if anything, they're breaking even, you know, because... Real Madrid jersey sale and this and that. And he's got all part of that. I'm sure he's going to do fine. I'm sure the gamble's going to pay off. Well, I was reading. I was reading some um, some interviews, like based on his decision to leave to Juventus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. He said it wasn't anything Real Madrid did. He said it was like media based. Uh, I'm not sure what exactly that entails, but you know, is it is it the right move? I'm sure it's a lot of pressure and all those times. You know, hey. I'm in Spain in an awesome city, Madrid, for a handful of years. He was in, you know, Manchester. He's he's picking the best cities, the best teams, and living the best life he can. Yeah, good, good for you know, him. Good for him. And not to mention, I thought it was a bad idea, you know, if I was the number one athlete in the world, potentially, if not. He's, he's top three. It's, it's not really a step up for him. It's more of a lateral. Right. It's a lateral move, but he's, I'm sure there's personal happiness. Yeah, but he just got engaged too. Well, he's fine. He's finally off the market, ladies. He's, well, no, 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 no. He's just he's oh. in the checkout lane. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the checkout lane. 
Um, but yeah, he he. I think he, the right before the final game, he he proposed to his girl, and so good for him. And I'm on his bandwagon now. Yeah. So he's on Team Agloni. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Um, I'm not really jumping on a bandwagon this week. I'm kind of sticking true to my guns with everything we got. You know, I'm a Yankee fan for the for baseball. Stick, I'm sticking with the Yanks. You well, know? I got, I'm jumping on another bandwagon. Oh, well, let me let me finish my Yankee bit. Oh, you got first. a Yankee thing going on? I got on? a Yankee bit. You know, I'm a Yankee fan. Um, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay on their bandwagon. Because they're making, they're in the process of potentially making the biggest move of this year's trade uh, season for baseball. There's been reports that they're pushing very hard to get Manny Machado, the shortstop slash third baseman for the Baltimore Orioles. Wow, who is cool. I like him. Oh, dude, dude's a stud. Legit in the field, swings a great bat. I mean, he's a guy you want, and he's a Yankee killer. So for them to acquire him would be huge uh he he shores up a lot of things in that infield you know depending on what the orioles want i know from what i've read and what i've seen you know the world the word in baltimore is is machado wants out he's the best player on a dog shit team i mean i don't understand how they went from being better than average to almost good and just going straight into the sh- straight into the shit tank they got the same guys it's just they, they lost a pitcher and then all of a sudden, they're the bottom feeders of the AL East. So, so your wagon is just getting heavier. It's just, it's just getting more. You're stout. just loading it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Doubling down. I'm doubling down the on Yankees the Yankees. Have probably made the best moves in professional sports. Well, for a long time, the Yankee, what the Yankees would do is they deplete their farm system to get today's big stud. Mm-hmm. They'd go make that blockbuster acquisition. Other than the John Carlos Stanton move from two years ago. Yeah, but that's Derek. But they 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 didn't they didn't give up a whole lot. They didn't have to give up a whole lot for that. I mean, they gave up Starlin Castro. Yeah, but and, how much did did Miami lose? Well, my, Miami lost their best player. Um, they lost their best player, the best power hitter in baseball right now, um, or the most consistent power hitter in baseball. You know, he doesn't hit for a great average, but the dude hits bombs. And in Yankee Stadium, to bring a guy like that in is huge. You're playing in short fences to right and left. Dude's got astronomical power to all fields. I mean, he's gonna hit. He's gonna hit 270, strike out 300 times, but he's gonna hit you 40 plus bombs. And in today's day and age, that's golden. I mean, but you look back in the day, you know, they 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 sell the farm for like the biggest pitcher available and or the best fielder available and then they'd have no farm system so every year they were playing this trade game with their farm guys all their prospects would and get was that shipped just Steinbrenner? um that might have been his style like uh the boss as they call him like that could have been his his thing his mo but now the yankees have completely done a 180 from that they've uh bolstered their farm system as you if anybody watches them They've got some of the best first and second year players. Didn't they just pick a kid that pitches right-handed and left-handed? Um, I think. Or he, he's a switch hitter. They've had both of those guys. Uh, I'm not. I, I'm not exactly sure, but if you look at the young talent in their lineup right yeah. now, I mean, they got the Anduhar kid. They've got Glaber Torres, um, the young Japanese kid that got brought up. He's only had like five at bats and he's hit three home runs. Um, you know, they've got some young studs. Gary Sanchez is super young. Dude strikes out a ton, but it's the power is there. Like he was a competitor in last year's All Star Game and the Home Run Derby. 
if he can figure it out and stop striking out every other at bat, you know, he'll be legit for the next 10 years. So the Yankees doing it right. You know, I'm going to stay on that bandwagon. Just just doubling down on the Yanks. There you go. Oh, I'm not jumping on the Yankees bandwagon. I'm jumping on Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, really? For the home run derby. Really? I know Aaron uh, Aaron Judge won it last year, right? Uh-huh. And Giancarlo won it the year before, but I have a feeling. Oh, you have a feeling. I'm feeling it. Okay, well, you're you're jumping on that bandwagon. I'm going to kill your bandwagon right now as we segue. <laughs> you're going to burn my wagon? I'm going to burn your wagon <laughs> right now because we're going to move right into the All-Star Game Home Run Derby Challenge. Okay. Um, so I have... I have the lineup right here for this year's Home Run Derby. So the bracket's up, all right? So we've got Jesus Aguilar, the first baseman for the Milwaukee Brewers, Reese Hawkins, outfielder for the Phillies, Alex Bregman, third baseman from the Astros, Kyle Schwarber, outfielder, kind of an all-around guy for the Cubs, Bryce Harper, needs no introduction. None. Second best player in baseball. Great hair. Okay? Yes, very good hair. Can't fight a pitcher, though. Hunter Strickland did drop his I like ass. that he just wants to fight. Yeah, I did too. And then you have Jeff Samarja coming over the top with the killer. Jeff Samarja? Well, yeah. Didn't you see that fight last year too? Oh, oh, oh. oh. I yeah. thought you were talking about he was in the lineup. No, no, no. No, no. no yeah, he, he gets if, knocked down. If, if, they're, if they're running all nines, you know, I'm having Jeff Samarja out there. Dude's an athlete. <laughs> I, I know. Isn't that funny? that He, dude, he was a solid he wide receiver for, for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Yeah, he could have won MLB and or he could have won NFL. What was the uh, wrong other Brady Quinn? Yeah, Brady Quinn. He made Brady Quinn look good. Oh, totally looked good. Um, after Bryce Harper, you got Freddie Freeman, um, Max Muncy, the rookie from the Dodgers, and then you got Javi Baez. So that's this year's home run derby participants. So John Carlo will not be participating. What? Aaron Judge. I will. saw he was. Okay, then I'll be. What? According to the MLB.com, oh. this is the home run derby. I was watching this morning saying that he'd be in. Oh, well, apparently not. No, stink. Then I'll. Aaron Judge isn't defending his title this year. So let's let's talk about this a little bit. I don't know how familiar you are with some of these guys, but uh, if if this um, if MLB.com serves me right, I'm not going to lie. It seems like a snooze fest to me. That's boring. Yeah, I mean, you got Bryce. So this is a bracket. Bryce Harper is exciting. Well, yeah, he is. Um, so this is the bracket breakdown. Jesus Aguilar versus Reese Hawkins. Jesus Aguilar was the last guy voted into the All-Star team. Big dude, got some power, plays in Milwaukee. Good hitters park. Reese Hawkins, second or third year guy out of Philadelphia, got some pop. Who cares? Do yeah. you care? Nobody I gives, don't care. Nobody cares. Uh, second, first round of the other, the same bracket, Alex Bregman versus Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber lost some weight, got jacked a little bit, probably hit a little HGH in the offseason. Looks good. Strikes out a ton. Uh, got some power. Good helmet hitters do strike out a lot. Yeah. Alex Bregman. Uh, what he hit 18 home runs last year. Uh, not impressed. So we'll move over to the other side. Bryce Harper versus Freddie Freeman. Bryce Harper, massive power, all fields. If he doesn't win this. Yeah, uh, it's, it's tailor-made for him to win, being that it is in Nationals Park this year. Uh, he's going against Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman, the consummate singles hitter. I mean, holy shit, if I want to watch a guy hit singles all day, I'll watch Brett Butler. Bunt to get on base. Uh, Freddie Freeman showing some pop the last few years. Good for him. But can you take a pitch in a home run derby and just? Yeah, it doesn't count as you don't. Out. You don't get a base. Swing, swings count. Swings count. Watching pitches doesn't. Oh man, do you like the new format with the five? The last couple of years they've done the five. Is it five minutes? Uh, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure the time limit, but I do enjoy the time limit. Yeah, because of the ten strikeout system. Well, no, it's it's still the same amount of outs, but you can't sit there and watch a hundred pitches go by before you swing a bat. So it, it kind of speeds it along a little bit, and I'm a, definitely a fan of that. Um, 
but Freddie Freeman, guy breaks a hand every year and he's out for at least two months. And then you go, Max Muncy. Anybody besides a Dodger fan know who the fuck Max Muncy is? Yeah. No. Dude's hit like 15 home runs in this the last month. This is what's happening with like the slam dunk competition when it went dead. Like, yeah. Why, you know, when LeBron, everyone's like, why isn't LeBron dunking? Yeah. You need your stars to be in the home run derby. You need your best players out there. It should be Stanton. It should be Harper. It should be Trout. It should be Judge. Right. I mean, you need the big bobbers out there showing people how it's done. Yeah, that's, that's a home run derby. Totally. I mean, so Max Muncy's hit like 15 home runs in the last month. So good for him. He's had a power surge. It's been hot in L.A., so the ball's flying a little bit. Um, <laughs> Javi Baez. Javi Baez has got a lot of power, but the dude strikes out a ton. I mean, it's, it's the M.O. of today's power-hitting baseball player. You know, long gone are the days of guys choking up on two strikes and taking a solid hit the ball approach it's all the same hit the ball as far as you can every time i'm not gonna say i'm a traditionalist at that but come on try and put the ball in play you know i i'm i'm one to say i'm gonna try and hit the ball as hard as i can but dude try and get on base get a productive out don't strike out fucking 300 times i am completely over it now are you? I am completely did, over the home run derby. I completely, I am. I completely burned your wagon. I, you, it's burnt down. Uh, ashes, ashes. Yeah. So, well, that's 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 a bummer. Yeah. So. Well, and you know what? And I'll give it to the All Star game. That this is the one All Star break where the game is more important than the the side events. Yeah. I mean the the game actually counts for something. It counts for home field advantage right. in the World Series, which I don't understand why more sports don't do it. I mean, it's hard. I, I get it. It's hard in other sports to have it like. But you actually get the All Star Game to be interesting. They're trying. Exactly. It, it it creates viewership. You know, people tune into that. Yeah. It's like who watches the Pro Bowl? Do you watch the Pro Bowl? Oh, it's gone. It's declined. They try to move it to the week in between the Super Bowl to instead of the the week after, and it's just a joke. It's it's worse. It's it's even worse. They're they're. I really miss how they used to have like the lineman challenge. Yeah. You know, you see freaking Larry Allen repping out or yeah. uh, who was the lineman for, was it rough? Willie rough? Rofe. Rofe. Willie Rofe for Willie the Willie Rofe would bench. Yeah. Stacking weight. And so that kind of stuff I kind of miss, but that now they're just doing ridiculous stuff for the, it, you it, know, the all-star break in football and it's or a, the pro bowl week. It's a real shit show in the NFL, but all-star, I will give baseball credit. The all-star game matters. The ma- yeah, exactly. It, it, it matters for ending at the end of the year outcome. So I give baseball props for that. Right. Cause the, you know, the NBA game is a joke. Yeah. No defense. You know, and it's really the slam dunk contest or the three point contest that really make now only the three point contest. The yeah. dunk contest hasn't been, well, actually two years ago, the last two years with, uh, was it Aaron Gordon and, uh, Zach Levine, no, Zach, Zach Levine, Levine. and Zach, Zach Levine. Those two kids could fly. Oh, they throw it down. They do, but it it just it doesn't have the same nostalgia to me that it used to have. Those two kids, I think, brought it back a little bit, but oh. there was such a long period. Well, it, of, it was a bunch of no names. Yeah, and you know, I Dwight mean, Dwight Howard freaking he threw the ball in the in into the hoop. That's not a, a dunk with, with a cape on. That's not a dunk. How does that get tens? He jumped far away and threw the fucking ball through the hoop. <laughs> right. That's not a dunk. No. If you don't grab the rim, I'm sorry, it doesn't count as exactly. A dunk. So that you know. I'll give it to the the to the Major League Baseball All Star Game for that, but all right. So you want to move into the starting lineups of the baseball? Uh, sure. Give me something. All right. So the American League looks pretty stacked. Wilson Ramos. You know, uh, let's go through the AL starters first. You got Wilson Ramos catching from ball, uh, from the Rays. Jose Abreu, white the first baseman from the White Sox. Jose Altuve from the Astros playing second base. Jose Ramirez. Is that three Jose's in a row? Three Jose's in a row. Jose, A, B, and C. <laughs> uh, Jose Ramirez, the third baseman from the Indians. Manny Machado, already mentioned, from the Orioles. Mookie Betts, 
starting in the outfield for the Red Sox. I like that name, Mookie. Dude, dude's a stud. He's on my fantasy team. Uh, Mike Trout is in center field, I'm assuming. Is he the best baseball player? Uh, I think so. Dude, dude's a beast. Hits for average, hits for power, steals bases, plays great defense. Dude's a stud. I like him a lot. Uh, they got Aaron Judge rounding out the outfield. Dude hits bombs. Got a decent eye at the plate. Got a cannon out and right. And then their DH is J.D. Martinez, who was my, uh, my, in my starting lineup last episode. So that rounds up the starters. I'm not going to go over the reserves because there's a bunch of guys that, that made it. Um, then you go into pitchers. You got Trevor Bauer, high strikeout guy this year from the Cleveland Indians. Keeping his ERA down, looking like a beast. Jose Barrios, you know, he's got the highest ERA of the staff, but dude throws gas and he's good. Uh, Roldis Chapman throws hard. Um, relief guy, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole coming over from Pittsburgh last year to Houston to make that pitching staff even better. Uh, dude strikes out everybody. Edwin Diaz, the real sleeper this year. If you don't know who Edwin Diaz is, he's the closer for the Seattle Mariners. Dude leads the league in saves. He's got 35 saves, and I want to say he's only blown one, maybe. So, oh, wow. So moving down the list, J.A. Happ, kind of a journeyman, found his niche in, in Toronto. Joe Jimenez for the Tigers, no idea who that is. Craig Kimbrell, the closer for the Red Sox. Corey Kluber, always in the Cy Young vote for the uh, American League. Chris Sale, stud, throws hard. Luis Severino having a great year, 12-2, and two, maybe 13-2, and two, striking out a lot. Blake Trinanen, uh, the closer for the Athletics, killing it this year. And Justin Verlander, rounding oh. out. I mean, Justin Kate Verlander. Upton's husband. Jake, <laughs> Justin er- Verlander makes it to the All-Star team just so everybody watching the game can see his wife. Oh, that's it. That's awesome. Totally. So that's um, that'll round out the AL starters. So what is your favorite All-Star baseball game memory? Oh, favorite all-star baseball game. Because all I ever think about is the Bo Jackson. Oh, crushing the ball to like dead center. With Clack. Him. Yeah. Just crushing it. You know, and don't get me wrong. I had to watch a 30 for 30 to remember that. Yeah. But what a moment against a stud pitcher from the San Francisco Giants. And then going right, segueing right into the first Bo Nose commercial. Oh, dude. He murdered that. He hit that ball so far into center field. It was ridiculous. Um, my favorite all-star game memory is probably when, um, Torrey Hunter robbed Barry Bonds of a home run. Oh yeah. And Barry waited for him and gave him a huge bear hug. He played it off all cool, but you know, he was fucking pissed. Yeah. But Torrey is probably the best of all time at Robin. One one of the best. He's in the conversation. He's definitely in the conversation of outfield. His highlight film is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Even in how, how old was he when he was, he just finished what? A few years ago. A couple years ago. Yeah. He was still nasty. Bro. Oh, dude, the dude could play. He could flat out play at any age. Um, you know, you can't say enough good things about the guy. He just killed it. Uh, we'll go in. We'll go into the national, the national side real quick. Uh, Wilson Contreras first All Star game in like after seven years in the minors and like uh five to eight years in the bigs finally makes an All Star game. Freddie Freeman, Javi Baez, Nolan Arenado. Uh, Brandon Crawford, that rounds out the infield. Nick Markakis, Matt Kemp, Bryce Harper making the outfield. Matt Kemp coming back to L.A. Wow. Starting in the All-Star game. Good for him. Yeah. After sh- after being just a fucking uh, a blip on the radar for the last three years, you know, he re- rededicated himself and, you know, got himself in shape and, look, it made the All-Star team. Uh, pitchers, Patrick Corbin, Jacob DeGrom, Sean Doolittle, Mike Fulnwhites, Josh Hader, Brad Hand. 
Kenley Jansen, John Lester, Miles Mikolas, Aaron Nola, Max Scherzer, Felipe Vasquez, and Ross Stripling. Uh, interesting note, the NL side pitching staff has six of the top nine ERA guys in the league, so they can definitely pitch. I just want to let you know, like I mentioned, we have a, a child coming on the way, and I think you've mentioned every single name in the book. So you, you've, got a, you've got a good sample size to work with. Yeah, there was a lot of guys. A lot of guys, Sean. Um, but, hey, exciting. Do they take a big break after the game? Um, no, because they, the, they, they jump right into the game and jump right back out, right? Well, see, the thing is with, with the All-Star break for baseball, it's like most guys only get like one to two days off. Uh, well, most teams only have like one to two days off per like month. And so it's a lot of straight baseball. So what the All-Star game does is it gives it's a week blocked out where there's no games. So all the guys that don't make the All-Star team, they go home, see their families, kind of recharge Yeah, everyone the else gets a break. Yeah. Except for the studs that make the team. Yeah. But I'm sure there's some kind of monetary bonus for making it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um but it's it's a good thing. You know, it's it's a mid-season break. It's kind of like a bye week, but right. for the entire league. That's cool. Um news in Wimbledon, the number 1 seed probably, Roger Federer out. Yeah, um, super, big upset today. Number five, Roger Federer going down to Anderson. Did we figure out what country he was from? I don't think we even, yeah. I don't think we really looked. Kevin Anderson. Kevin, is it Kevin? I think it was, the name was Kevin. That's why I thought he was American. But. Yeah, and he's not Swiss. I put my money on him being Danish, but who knows? Hey. So Federer out. For all you tennis fans, Federer done. Uh, Rafa. It's Rafa's tournament to win. It is. He escaped by a narrow margin in his latest match. Don't ask me who he played, because, frankly, I don't give a shit. And then we got Djokovic, maybe. Djokovic is a competitor. Yeah. I like Djokovic. Is he, is he still in? Yeah, I think he's still in it, too. Yeah. And then Serena's probably going to win for the women. Yeah, and well, for the women, I, I, saw, I saw a thing. The top 12, 10 to 12 seeds are all out. So Serena making her comeback after childbirth and maternity leave. She's ranked in, like, the mid to low 20s. And I'm sure she's going to well, win. That's because she sat out last year. It yeah, was, she, she barely, she didn't do anything. She's going to do fine. Yeah. I have faith. Um, but that's it for sports. Uh, check out our, we got a couple, we got a lot of content coming out this next couple weeks or next week. Yeah, next week. Uh, we're going to be dropping a, a bonus episode for you guys on Friday. Uh, we've got our first special guest, so be sure to tune in and check that out. Um, as always, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. Um, don't forget, we got a Twitter that we don't use. So if you hit us up on Twitter, make us use it. Um, Leave uh, us some comments. We made a lot of mistakes today. Uh, I'm sure. And then um, <laughs> let us know what you thought about this episode. And then uh, leave us some comments on the bonus episode coming up. Um, you know, we're trying, we're trying to pump content in, in a time where there's not a lot going on in the sports world. You know, as soon as the World Cup ends, you know, we're kind of stuck with, that mid-season baseball lull, you know, OTAs are finishing up. People are getting ready to go to training camp. Um, football season, though, I can't wait. It, I'm, anti- it, I'm anticipating a fun year. Yeah, it, it should be a good season for football, and I can't wait. Don't forget, you can also, don't forget to subscribe to us on oh, Apple. Yeah. Subscribe. Apple, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. We're still on Podbean. We're on Google, Google Play P- Music. Google Play Music. It's the now. orange, the orange icon, not the green one. I'm sorry, I don't have an Android, so I, I don't, don't know what either. it looks like. And you know, you could always go ahead and just download the first three episodes. Or, yes, I want notifications. Yeah, check those <laughs> notifications. So when ours goes, when when we go live, when our episode goes live, you know. 
So if you like listening to us, you know, make sure you hit that subscribe button and keep listening. And if you like YouTube, we're going to be on YouTube real soon. Yeah, we're working on coming on YouTube. Uh, there's a couple other avenues we're exploring. So you'll have multiple, multiple options to listen to your newest favorite podcast of Hold My Whistle. And, you know, tell your friends, guys, if there's, you know, if you like what we're saying, you know, you have friends that you talk about what we're talking about, you know, share us around. Uh, we'd love to get more uh, listeners and just grow because we're having a good time doing this. And oh, yeah. Hopefully everyone's having a good time listening to us. Yeah, we appreciate we appreciate all the follows we get. We appreciate all the comments we get. So keep them coming, guys. Like Paula said, this is Hold My Whistle. I'm Foy. I'm Paulo. We'll catch you next time. We're out. Can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby, let me know. Girl, I'm going to show you how to do it. And we start real slow. You just put